We are Vintage City Church based out of Fort Collins, Colorado. Welcome to our podcast. If you'd like to watch the live video of this teaching, head over to VintageCityChurch.com. We are so glad you are here. Let's get started with today's teaching. Would you do me a favor and turn to the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10? We're going to be in verses 46 through 52. And once you get there, would you stand with me for the reading of the scriptures? It says, They came to Jericho. As he and his disciples and a loud, large crowd were leaving Jericho, Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, a blind beggar, was sitting by the roadside. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many around him sternly ordered him to be quiet, but he cried out even more loudly, son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stood still and said, call him over here. And so they called the blind man, saying to him, take heart, get up, he's calling you. So throwing off his cloak, he sprang up and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, my teacher, let me see again. And Jesus said to him, go, your faith has made you well. And immediately he regained his sight and followed him on the way. Holy Spirit, we know that you're the Lord and the giver of life and that you're breaking chains this morning. So Lord, as we enter into our time in the scriptures Whatever chains hold us back from the life which you've declared, you said, let them have life and life abundantly. Would you dissolve those chains this morning? Would you bring awareness to those chains? And would you unleash us into the life that you've prepared for us? We ask this in your name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, it's always frustrating when you have a plan and then the Lord's like, nope, we're going this way instead. But I was excited for the Nicolaitans. I want to take us back to this familiar story, the healing of Bartimaeus. Who here would say, I'm familiar with this story, I've read it before? Who here would say that sometimes the voice the Lord has actually said to you is a person, these same words, what do you want me to do for you? What do you want me to accomplish in this situation? I've had the Lord speak that to me, even in my own prayer life. But as as I was exploring the scriptures over our Christmas break and digging into this familiar passage within Mark's gospel, I noticed something which I had never noticed before. Now, I love the gospel of Mark. I think it's the most underrated of all the gospels. Sometimes it's treated like the annotated Matthew, and so it just gets ignored But scholars actually think the Gospel of Mark is the oldest gospel. It was the one which was written first. And it's so unique in its tenor. It describes a Jesus who acts immediately. I would say more than any other gospel, it describes the way that the Lord interacts and heals human pain and suffering. And I think we get to see the emotions of Jesus much more purely within this gospel and much more transparently than we sometimes do in the other ones. And what I noticed within this chapter, 
Mark chapter 10, is that the healing of Bartimaeus is interwoven with four other stories. What are those stories? Well, in verses 1 through 12, we find the Pharisees coming to Jesus with false questioning surrounding the issue of divorce. We find the disciples in verses 13 through 16 arguing against the women and the children, saying, get out of here, stop being a nuisance to the Lord. In verses 17 through 31, we find a rich man who doesn't want to give up his possessions in order to inherit the kingdom. And last but not least, we find James and John having a throwdown in verses 35 through 45 over who's the greatest. So what's the common theme? What is Mark trying to show us within this passage? I believe the common theme is this, that in each one of these stories, we find individuals who are in chains, they're blinded by their own perspective, and when they come to the Lord, they don't actually want to hear what he's speaking. In each instance, there's an argument against the Lord's perspective. The Pharisees stubbornly want to keep their right to divorce for any reason. The apostles stubbornly want to maintain their elitism. The rich young man is grieved because he wants to keep his idols. And the two apostles want to have their superiority. They don't want to serve. These stories communicate the many flavors in which we as humans can live an enchained and blinded life. Now, I think it's so interesting that Jesus' question, what do you want me to do for you, is asked more than once through these passages. He asked this question to James and John. What is it you actually want me to do for you? You see, the blindness of Bartimaeus is a physical representation of a spiritual reality which we all face. The responses of the figures within these verses answer Jesus in this way. Hey, Lord, I've heard your perspective. I see the way you want to break my chains, but I prefer to be blinded. I want to stay where I am. And there's a theological interplay between Bartimaeus and these other stories. You see, Bartimaeus is the first person in Mark 10 to actually relinquish his blindness and say, you know what, Lord, I need your power. Let me see again. And it struck me in such a fresh way that the Lord's invitation to us today is the same. Where are you blind and where can I allow you to see again? You see, the word used within Mark's gospel here, when Jesus says, your faith has made you well, is pistis. And I really think if faith is a bad translation of this word. Have any of you ever noticed growing up in church that sometimes you hear a Christian word so many times it loses its meaning? I remember as a kid, I used to hear the terms faith and grace. And I'd be like, what does faith mean? And they're like, oh, well, it means faith. And I'm like, well, that helps me out a lot. And I'd go through Hobby Lobby and see all these decorations that talked about faith and grace, and I'm like, I really don't know what this means. It will look great over the dining room table, though. You see, if we go back to the Greek language, this term for faith, pistis, really means trust. It means trusting that the Lord actually knows what he's doing and is leading us into a truer expression of life. No one within Mark 10 actually trusts the Lord except for 
Bartimaeus. No one actually thinks his way is greater except for Bartimaeus. And what I discovered over myself and I believe over us as a church on Christmas break is Jesus is asking us the same question today. What do you want me to do for you? Do you want me to heal your blindness? Do you want me to break your chains? Do you want me to take away that perspective so I can replace it with my truth? Or do you want to stay blind? Where in your life might the Lord be asking you that question? Where in your life are you stubbornly holding on to your own way? Because there's a very real and grim possibility that the Lord will allow us to stay, stay, remain and stay blinded for as long as it takes. This passage earlier on will say that Jesus loved the rich young man, but he also let him walk away. That's not the Lord's intention for us this morning. As we begin the new year, my invitation to us is go to the Lord, seek him in prayer, and ask him, where am I still blind? Where am I still in chains? And how can your truth restore sight to me again? That's all I got. Veering off the path. Would you guys stand so I can pray over you? Lord Jesus, that word which Dan brought is so poignant that you are the authority that breaks all authorities of chaos, breaks chains, and restores peace. So Lord, over every situation in this room where we're blind, where we're handicapped by our own perspective, Lord, would you allow your truth and your healing power to flow within our lives? Lord, I pray for a very particular kind of grace this week, a grace which hears a desperate voice and responds. So Lord, to all of our desperate pleas, our petitions, our requests for you to come and heal us, Would you have mercy and respond boldly this week as we seek you? Lord, for any place where we remain willfully blinded, would you bring a heart and a desire for repentance into us? You know where we're going in Revelation, that we're going to talk about the breaking of chains and the restoration to your love and your life. So we commit ourselves to you. Restore our sight. Let us hear your spirit. We ask this in your name, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for your time with us. If you enjoyed this teaching, we would love to invite you to join us at a live gathering. We are located at 1501 Academy Court in Fort Collins, Colorado. If you'd like to learn more about Vintage City Church, including our gathering times, previous teachings, and how to become a part of our family, visit us today at vintagecitychurch.com and be sure to connect with us on social media.